Shir 42, a Shaila that I got this Shabbos, which is not directly Hilcha Shabbos, but it comes up every single Shabbos. And that is a question about brachas on desserts. Now I need to introduce, I need to first tell you before I get into this, that there is very few, if any, halachas that are more complex than halachas brachas. And if it was complex back in the day, you can only imagine how many, how much more complex it is today. But the Shaila came in and the person wanted to know, do I make a mezainus on cake? Do I make a mezainus on fruit cups? So let's just give you a little basic guidelines and see if you need to make a bracha or not on your post-Suda glass of tea. So, as a rule, when you make a hamaytzi, it covers the entire meal. Okay? And therefore, it's whatever you uh, eat with the main meal, which is meant to fill you, is included. So, any main entree, all this is included because it's part of the same goal as the bread, as the challah. The goal of bread is to satiate, to fill you, and that is your halachas of, um, that you need to, to, um, to do. Desserts is a problem. Number one, they're not eaten with bread like the other parts of the meals. And in most cases, they're not here to fill you. The minigailam is to eat dessert when you're already full. Just to, doesn't sound right, but just to indulge, for lack of a better word. Dessert is here to sweeten, and many people don't eat dessert a whole week. At least on Shabbos, they treat themselves out to a dessert. So what, what's the halacha? So very simply put, l'chayra, since they're not included in the filling of the meal, they should, l'chayra, you should make your own bracha on it. We will see that it's far from the case in most desserts. Now let's see. The one dessert that's very simple is fresh fruit. If someone has a fresh fruit cup, it's not a question. The Mechaber and Hilchus Brachus, Kofayin Zayin says clearly, go ahead, make a bracha. What gets a little more complicated, okay, is cooked fruit. A fruit soup or something of the kind where the fruit is cooked. So this is a problem because there are uh, many places who say fruit is fruit. And you should go ahead and uh, make a bracha. That's similar to the Mishnah holds as well. But Lamai said there are places that say that uh, since it's cooked, it can be eaten as part of the meal. And you should not make a bracha on it. It's very strange. The stipler already discusses that there's actually contradictory opinions what the Mishnah Bur, what the Hilga Chavetz Chaim did himself. So what I do is, what Marabim taught me to do, is if you're eating such a fine of, of, of fruit, you should do one of two things. Either eat a uh, fresh fruit cup, or eat a grape, something like that. And then you made your aids already. And now go ahead and eat your fruit cup. Or go ahead and you eat your fruit cup with your challah. Because again, the main reason why 
the fruit cup is not included is because it doesn't get eaten with chal. It's not part of the meal. But being that this fruit soup is cooked and you're eating it with your chala, it goes ahead and gets included. It is uh, famous that, um, as I mentioned, although I told you all that the Chavetz Chaim rules clearly that one should make a bracha, it seems like the Chavetz Chaim changed in his lifetime as well, and perhaps because he ate it with his bread, but he was not clear. Now, I just want to be clear, there are many people who because of this have the minute to eat dessert after benching. And then you make eights and it's easy, but again, that's an option, but not always is that the way to go, especially if you're not in your own house. So again, fresh fruit for sure, yeah. Cooked fruit, we have a very complicated chilo, and that we will, Be'ez Hashem, need to discuss tomorrow. Tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem, we will get to uh, other desserts like ice cream and cake. For now, have a wonderful day. This podcast was produced by Kahal Ferris Yasef of Boston. For more information or to support our programs, please visit us at theferrisyasef.org.